Good life. Yeah, I'm trying. My mornings are crazy. My mornings are crazy. Bam, we're here. Look at your, look at your tier support. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? I'm just yeah. So I signed a. I mean, I obviously I I so I signed a a, a short term contract at the end of the day, but I'm still waiting on my gear. So I'm just here representing right now. Dude, that is legit. <laughs> that is legit. Um, am I pronouncing your name right, Ant? Yeah, Ant Haynes. Yeah. Ant Haynes. It, it is Anthony, but yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Look at me. I can't yeah. figure that stuff out. Um, who shortened it to Ant? I did. Oh, okay. It, you, did your friends just start calling you Ant? You don't have to have your shirt on. You're, you're no, nah, that's done. Uh, go get it back on. We'll get it back on. That's just here. You got your uh, forty-two <laughs> seconds. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know really. Uh, Ant is just. Is that not just a normal abbreviation of the name? Anthony? I don't know. I don't know. And I'm now that um I'm trying to think if I know any Anthony's. Maybe um I think maybe Justin Medeiros' dad's name is Anthony, but they call him Tony, I think. Yeah, so if so so I'm half English, half Chinese. So if I'm in the UK in England, um Tony is like a very normal, normal way to abbreviate Anthony. Um I don't know. When I'm in because I'm in Hong Kong, obviously there's Chinese people everywhere. It's quite hard to introduce yourself as Ant to someone who doesn't speak English. So I'll, I'll actually introduce myself a lot of the time as Anthony or Anthony. I don't even know which one it is. I got an H in there, so it's A-N-T-H. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah. it's normally Anthony. And uh, then the second time I meet them, it will be Ant. And then that's it. So you will pronounce your 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 um um your name Anthony or Anthony like you you just roll the, the latter yeah well whichever uh, one's easier I don't know got Ant's it Ant's easiest um which which uh, parent is uh, Chinese and which is English my <clears throat> my mom's uh, my mom's from Hong Kong and my dad's from the UK and get me up to speed a little bit when you say your mom's um Hong Kong she was she was born in Hong Kong yeah so um. So obviously Hong Kong is now a part of China. Um, it used to be under British rule up until 1997. Um, but my mom was born and raised in Hong Kong. She's lived there her entire life. Um, my dad was born in the UK. He went across to Hong Kong, I think like 30, uh, almost probably about 40 years now. He's been in Hong Kong um, and he hasn't looked back. He obviously had yellow fever, met my mom and that's it. He stayed over there. So, yeah, that's it. I've, I've, I was born in Hong Kong, me and my brother. Uh, we have a half-sister from my mom's first marriage. Um, but we're all three of us born in Hong Kong and brought up in Hong Kong. All three of us went to university in the UK and have since returned back to Hong Kong um, to live and to start up our business and do life over there. Very thorough. Thank you, by the way. Uh, you <laughs> no that easy. Hey, what are your are your siblings older or younger? Um, so my our half sister is the eldest. Um, she is in her forties. Uh, my brother is a year and a half older than me, uh, and then I'm the youngest. I uh, just recently just turned thirty four, which I I won't say I feel old if I'm talking to you on this podcast. I'm not saying you're old either, but uh, <laughs> I, I feel old for what I'm about to take on next weekend. Dude, crazy. It's so <laughs> awesome that you came out. It's yeah. what a last minute. We'll get to that, but what a last minute crazy uh, adventure. Yeah. And are you an affiliate owner, Ant? Yes. Yes. Uh, myself and my brother 
uh, own an affiliate called CrossFit CSTL. Um, our actual just our gym name is called Coastal, um, so we abbreviated it to CSTL, and we've been an affiliate for over ten years, I believe. Uh, CS, uh, CSTL uh, CrossFit um, CSTL, yeah. T- t- okay, TSTL. Uh, What's that stand for? Sorry, it's CSTL. CSTL. What's that? Yeah, it's just a a shortened version of Coastal. Oh, okay. You said that. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Bear with me here. Okay. It's early in the morning. Well, I also learned that um, yesterday I had Uldus Upanix on and like um, the the literacy rate in in Latvia where he's from is 99%. It's like one of the highest in the world. In the country I'm from, the United States, it's 79%. And (laughs) I actually feel it. I feel like when I have people on from over the pond or far away places like Hong Kong or Latvia, I'm like, yep, you're smarter. You, you, you're <laughs> a little sharper. <laughs> I, I only use 17 letters in the alphabet. Um, and uh, so you want to cry. Can I, you're, I don't want to be rude. Um, my mom taught me to be uh, polite. So I want to say, Good is your rent crazy expensive? Because when I think is. of Hong Kong, yes. I think of like, this is, would be the size of someone's apartment, and you have to you go in there and you just stand. You're, you're not you're not far <laughs> and, from the truth, and, and it's five thousand dollars a month. Oh man, like uh, property over there is it's like it's insane. So you know, obviously, so I've spent some time uh, in Atlanta with the guys at Train Think Tank. I'm pretty close with those guys, um, our company, and uh, the guys Maxel Hodge, Travis Mayer, Carl Ruth, those guys out there at Train Think Tank. We've got a pretty good relationship just because uh, my brother used to be coached by Carl Ruth, who's one of the coaches out there. And uh, so I talked to people like Travis Mayer, Maxel Hodge about rent in the gym space. So let me tell you in US dollars how much we pay for a roof over our head in our gym. Is your gym on the ground or is it in the air? Uh, it's on the ground floor. Yeah, it's on the ground floor. And is there a lot uh, of foot traffic where you're at? Nope. It's not nope. in like this. Not No, not in the middle of the city or anything. Um, it's actually it's actually down like almost an industrial style uh, area um, okay. of, of the place that we're in. But I, I believe we pay. So we pay a quarter of a million Hong Kong dollars a month. And a month? I, a month. Yeah. A quarter million is 250,000. Yeah, so that's that's about 30, 31,000 US dollars a month. Oh my god. That's before we've paid a member of staff. That's uh before we've paid an electricity or water bill. Yeah, it's uh I mean it's oh. relative. It, it's definitely relative. I hear uh, you. I hear yeah. you. I hear you, but it's still it, it's still uh, and what's the membership at your gym? So I also so it's funny a couple of years ago, I think just before COVID um some crossfit magazine i think it's called like box rocks or something like that they did a um a survey of the most expensive gym memberships in the world for uh, crossfit gym memberships in the world for like an unlimited membership i want to guess how much it is before you tell me keep going and uh the out of the top five uh four of them were gyms from hong kong i'm gonna guess that your membership is it's 500 a dollar us dollars a month let's have a look it's just, I mean, just, just, just under. Yeah. Yeah. Under I mean, yeah. how can it not be? Yeah. It's, yeah. Dude. I mean, it's, it's, it's hard. Like, you know, we, you know, we, we love doing what we do and we're super grateful that we get to do it, but 
you know, just to see your spreadsheet be in the green at the end of the month is like, it's a rarity sometimes, <laughs> most of the time, actually. Dude, the stress to have that nut, like you just see, like you pay it and then like, you're like, ah, and then it just the next morning you wake up and it's Rolls coming around over. Again. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. 29 days away from like know, coming. Shit, dude. So it's, uh, it's, it's, I mean, look, it wasn't easy for anyone during COVID. Like right. that, that shit sucked. Um, our, our part of the world, Hong Kong was in a pretty much a lockdown for three years. Um, wow. Like, you know, the mask mandate only just went, uh, how long ago did the mask mandate go down? Last year. Yeah, last year, like the end, beginning of beginning of this year, the mask mandate went. So, like, you know, it's still very normal, and most people in Hong Kong are still wearing masks. Um, most we, people, most people. Yeah. yeah, a lot of people are still wearing masks. Yeah. Wow. It's a very much a. Um, it's almost like a, the fear has been put into people for that. Hey, um, I used yeah. to travel a lot. Like and I used to go all over the world. I went to all the continents, and lo- this is twenty years ago. But when I would travel, I would see Asian people. I don't know of what descent. I don't know if they were Chinese or Japanese or Korean or what they were. But it, it was if I ever saw anyone wearing a mask on a plane, and I would see it periodically. It was always Asian people. It was so- somehow, yeah. it, and I never knew what it was for. Neither but, do I. But it somehow, but it was somehow in it. Uh, um, I don't know, part of the culture. It, it, it's, um, you know what I mean? I should have figured that out before now everyone's wearing them, before it became yeah, trendy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, masks were definitely quite trendy at some point in, in Hong Kong. Um, but yeah, I don't know why. Yeah, I agree. You know, there's a lot of, uh, thinking back now before COVID, there's definitely times that you see um, Asian people wearing masks. Um, and I don't know, I guess they just feel safer with it. <laughs> I can't really had- think of a reason. We had weird stuff here in the States, um, uh, and you could go to some states, and you would not see one person wearing a mask during the peak of it. And then other states, you wouldn't see one person not wearing a mask, and if you took yours off, people would yell at you. But it was in the same country. It was was such a – man, it was such a weird time. Strange. I mean, we couldn't even – we could barely leave our – we could barely leave Hong Kong like the – there are basically no flights going in and out of Hong Kong. And if there was a flight coming back in, you'd have to quarantine for three weeks, sit in a hotel for three weeks, which is like huge expensive to do that yeah. anyway, because no hotels are even participating in, you know, putting up someone who would potentially have COVID into their hotel. Right. Um, and then you know, who the fuck wants to sit in a hotel room for three weeks? There's nothing to do. It's lonely. It's boring. It's not good for your mental health or your physical health. So everyone just ended up staying put in hong kong or a lot of people just you know so in terms of our you know when you think about how hard covid was for the gym it we lost a third of our membership they just basically took their whole families and went back to wherever they were from you know we, we have a lot of uh the main bulk of our membership is definitely um expatriate so foreigner based um it, but the local market's grown as well but you know a lot a lot of those people just said you know that's enough you can't can't deal with this anymore kids aren't going to school um they're not learning they're not playing sports no one's taking care of their health no one gives a shit over here so they'll they all went back to uk america canada australia wherever they were from originally and uh yeah pretty sad you know a lot of a lot of friends of mine have left a lot of our clients uh have left as well so uh, was there a big population decline in hong kong during after that like is there Uh, there like some metric on it like hong kong lost 10 percent of its people or yeah i think 
Lee, what was the metric that Hong Kong lost like ten percent of foreigners? Was it during COVID? At least, yeah, there was like ten percent. Wow, wow. Expatriates left Hong Kong. It was yeah. pretty insane, yeah. Wow, because yeah. you know we had we had um, movement populations like that too, like um, schools. Um, we have uh, like fifty million, fifty-one million kids who were attending the public school system before, and then after, um, I don't, I don't even know what to call it, but um, after that fiasco, um, uh, only like forty-nine million returned. Yeah. And so like 2 million kids just decided to be homeschooled include schools in my area. Lots of schools closed down because they, they just didn't have enough kids, which, yeah. which kind of is a, is a, is a benefit. I guess it's not a benefit to lose people 10% of your population, especially yeah. if it's the, um, is the minority is, are the expats yeah. the minority in Hong Kong? Yes. Yeah. You don't want to lose that because that, yeah. that creates a lot of, um, uh, um, trade, right. You want, you want yeah. foreigners because that, that, Brings money Correct, back yeah. and forth, right? Yeah. Yeah, they're generally in like a some sort of job which requires their expertise. Hey, how come um uh it, it, every country, every Asian country I've been to, uh, Japan, um, Thailand, um, Ch- I've been to China a handful of times, um, half dozen more. Um, it, it, I would, you know, you get there and you're jet lagged, so you get up at some crackpot hour and you start walking the streets at four a.m. right, looking for something yeah. that's open. And the, the, the Asian people are always – every one of these countries in the morning, there's a group of people who's out on the street corners like at 6 a.m. doing some sort of movement. Or you walk by a park and it's packed yeah, yeah. with people doing movements. Awesome. I, and it's crazy, right? This yeah. – this these group of people and – it's and it crossed all boundaries of all the different Asian descents. And yet it doesn't seem CrossFit takes off in those countries. Which you would yeah, think, I yeah. mean, you never see what, what I saw in China and the United States. I never walked by a park in the United States at 6 a.m. and there's 400 elderly people doing Tai Chi or whatever they're doing. I'm making that it up. Is. I don't know what they're doing, but it looks like that. No, yeah, it's a, it's tai, a lot of it's Tai Chi or like a Wushu where they have okay. like, um, it looks like they have like swords or they have like the fans, the fan open in front of them. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I mean, it's it's awesome. Like, it's really cool that like the it's uh, so senior cool. population do that and like, yeah. You know, there's actually like like you said, it kind of spans across all uh, all races, ages, and sizes of people, which is awesome. Um, but yeah, I I think the reason why CrossFit, especially in a country like Hong Kong, um, maybe not so much. I think like Korea, it's really taken off. Like there's CrossFit okay, is huge in somewhere like right. Korea, right? Um, but somewhere like Hong Kong, like things that are physically challenging it doesn't really resonate with Hong Kong local people very much. Things that like uh, can hurt you, bruise the body, like, you know, a sport like American football, rugby, football, soccer, whatever you want to call it, you know, that sort of stuff where you're not necessarily protected by the, the rules of the game and the referee, like it's, it, it's popular, but they never excel. Like Hong Kong's never been good at those sports really um, within, within the local population. Uh, they much prefer games like a badminton a table tennis a basketball where like contact isn't really um a massive point in the sport so something like crossfit where you know you're potentially ripping hands you got barbells slamming onto you shit hurts when you're doing it it doesn't really fly um also hong kong um in terms of the way that the hong kong people are brought up everything is academic based um you know, even even the way that my so my my half sister she's fully Cantonese, so the way that she was brought up was in a local schooling. It's like 
don't worry about your sports don't worry about that stuff just like nail your grades nail school get through that and then do what you want afterwards uh so as you're brought up like there's nothing like you guys got here in the states like even driving around madison the other day seeing the university campus of all the crazy facilities that these universities got out here it's just like i think it's i think it's sick i think it looks awesome like you go to hong kong you don't see any of that shit. you take one basketball court and that's about it um so yeah it's, it's just not uh sport and hard work in like the physical side of things isn't really kind of drilled into you in in hong kong and I, you know i can't really speak for the rest of asia because obviously i grew up in hong kong but that's how i see it um having said that though since covid again there's definitely been a shift towards people investing oh, more cool. in their health and fitness. Cool. Yeah, absolutely. And the local people as well, um, which is definitely cool. Yeah. So they see, so, they understand the value of it absolutely. To, to, yeah. to, to build the immune system, be, you know, be strong. Hey, are there, I live in one of the fittest towns in the United States. Yeah. And yet, and yet if I go to um, the burrito store here in town, one yeah. mile away from one of the most beautiful oceans in the world. There will be at lunchtime, there'll be 65 people there. And I'll look around and I'll realize that there's not one person who's not obese. And by obese, I mean, 40 pounds, someone will be 40 pounds overweight and they will be the skinniest person there. Yeah. And I'll just be like, wow, like I, I can't, I'm, I'm used to it. Or I'll go into Home Depot and I'll be like, wow, let's play a game and see if we can just find one person who's not obese. Like, I don't even think people realize what obese is anymore because we've, yeah. recali we've recalibrated. Absolutely. Um, I, I know I'm about to fly to Madison. I'm going to get on the airplane. I'm not even going to believe what I see. It's, it, I mean, to me, Do you like, have that in Hong Kong? Are there any obese? No. no. I mean, How there is. is. Of there course is. there is, right? You, you do you see know, them? But it's, it, it is very much an anomaly to see someone, you know, when I see the, I'm, I'm just saying this cause I'm in America right now, but when okay. I like step off the plane and I see people at the airport, I'm like, holy shit. Like it's different, it right? Not normal to be like that. That, yeah. you know, of course you get people who are overweight and whatnot in Hong Kong. And you know, that that's, I guess a part of life, but like the size that I've seen people over here is it blows my mind. Okay. That's, and, and it's, you and know it's not I mean, unnormal to see it. Right. That's right. The thing. Um, when I was uh, – when the first time I went to – I went to Texas like 30 years ago. I did – I had a job chasing tornadoes. And I remember not in any negative way, with no judgment. I just remembered that there were a lot of places that were all you can eat, and I would go in there. And I had never seen – I had never – coming from California, and I was a well-traveled person through California. But I had never seen – like if I saw someone who was 300 pounds back then, it was like, wow. And then, but I went to Texas and they were everywhere. And then now in California, it's like that, but not like that in Hong Kong. It's still an anomaly. Yeah. You, I mean, Hong Kong people are generally quite small, quite petite people anyway. Yeah. Um, so to get that size would be like a real eye opener. If you got that size in Hong Kong, you would stick out like a sore thumb. <laughs> Big time. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, it's so, it's so interesting. And yet academics are the primary thing for kids. Yeah, absolutely. Still are now. Uh, behind the scenes fun watched since 2013. It got me hooked back then. Thank you. Oh yeah, behind the scenes. What are you doing with that? Are you gonna? Are you Dude, back? I'm so pumped. I'm so pumped. I'm That's so awesome. excited. Yeah, I'm so excited. I'm, exci to, I'm to, excited to see it. To put the camera in, in Aunt Haynes' uh, face. <laughs> are you uh, uh, Allegra Shaker fun for your Swolverine intra? I'm not. I'm not a good enough athlete to have a shaker. I still use a spoon. 
dead, not shaken. Uh, Harley uh, Jew Rider. Oh, I like that. Harley Jew Rider. Uh, a Jewish man on a Harley. I'm an Armenian man on a Harley with three Jewish kids. I jumped on to finally catch a live one. Loving these athlete interviews behind the scenes fun. You're going to kill it. Thanks, dude. I appreciate it. Let's see if there's anyone else who uh, needs needs a hug. Holy cow, dude. You are popular. I cannot believe how many comments there are already. Adeja Intendu. I was in China and the gatherings of old people just dancing at the end of the day. I know it's nuts, right? It's community and health incarnate. Great part of the culture. Yeah, I love Deja Intendu's uh, profile image. That's good. That's crazy, right? <laughs> hey, did you bring a computer with you? I did, yeah. You did a laptop? Yes, sir. Yeah, good on you. An Apple or you're a, a PC guy? or a... It's a, it's an Apple. Oh, nice. And uh, does Hong Kong have a sweet Apple store? It has multiple sweet Apple stores, yeah. Yeah. God, not, like like China, not, 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 not like China where they're fake out there. You've yeah. act, have you ever seen a fake Apple store? Oh yeah, 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 loads. There's there's plenty in China. God, that that would be so. Part of me thinks that. Imagine how ambitious that is. I'm gonna I'm gonna knock that off. I know, right? But I mean, no one knows. No one knows any different. Like if the Chinese people out there, the mainland Chinese people, you wouldn't know any different. It's literally exactly the same. Everyone's walking <laughs> around their blue or red shirts, and it's got the little Apple tag on it. The products are all in there. It looks, it looks dude, exactly the same. <laughs> dude, that's awesome. And yeah. it's it, it's not le it's it's legal or it's not legal. I mean, it, it's illegal, but to start with, no one knew the difference. Right. So it right. just ran like a regular business. Even Tim Cook walked in there. He's like, "Hey, in a great store." I didn't know we had this <laughs> <Yeah>. location. <laughs> uh oh. Let me see this. Uh, uh Sema Globes. Uh, thanks, Sevon. Is thanks, Sevon is actually right. Eleventh lowest in California and sixty fifth in the nation. Oh, my city! Yeah, it's crazy fit, dude. And yet, and yet, it's not. I mean, this is the this is the home of CrossFit. There's a gazillion CrossFit gyms here. Oh yeah, there's so many. Yeah. Um. Uh. Aunt, tell Aunt. Um. You. Uh. I. I. I guess. You. You look like Superman, don't you? The camera on the apple. There wasn't there. Uh, was there a Superman in, in, that was um, half Asian and half uh, half white that played? Super Clark, Clark Kent sometimes looks a bit Eurasian like me, so I'll take that if if that's the case. That's what you're called, Eurasian. Yeah, we're a special breed. <laughs> Eurasian. <laughs> <laughs> you never heard uh, that term before. I have, but I've never thought of it. <laughs> I would spell it with a Y. Y O U R. Wait, why are you <laughs> positive? Right, you're Asian. Yeah, yeah. You're Asian. Hey, yeah, you're Asian. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, there was a there was a Clark Kent. It was the TV one. Um, yes, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. You, man, dude, you are a special looking human being. You are really. Um, <laughs> are, is that? Are there a lot of people who look like you it, it, that are uh, that are mixed that are Eurasian? Yeah, there's quite a lot. I mean, like when I grew up at school, there was quite a few Eurasians at school. Um, it's not uh, uncommon to see that um but yeah, do they I look like so. you i mean you look like um asia barto and josh bridges had a kid i mean you are something you're something else i'll take, I'll, I'll take it yeah i mean um, it's, it's amazing uh yeah i don't know i think um I like know, are there a lot of buff dudes who look like you with their hair like kind of like the samurai hair pulled back and and they have the features of of, of your asian like like do you look around you're like oh yeah that dude kind of or no that's not you, how they, you, they don't you, all turn out like you. No, so 
you can you recognize Eurasian pretty quickly, but Eurasians go one of two ways. Uh, generally speaking, you get, I guess, ones who uh, look look more like me, uh, without like a maybe a darker, slightly darker skin, or you know, the ability to get a suntan. Yeah. Um, um, and then you see the other forms of the Eurasian who are like oh. jet black hair, like jet black features, and super white pale skin. Like um, they because because Chinese people tan, but. The, like those that. Brits don't tan, don't so good. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you get the, the pasty skin from the from the European oh, yeah, side. That would suck. Yes, yes, you didn't luck out in the drawer <laughs> if that's the case. <laughs> uh, Michael Banyan, great jo job, Sevy. Thank you, dude. Good luck, Ant. Thank you, Michael. Ant, does it rain a lot in um, Hong Kong? Uh, it's a tropical country, um, so yeah, it's pretty much on the um, it's on the equator. So you get a lot of typhoons, which is the equivalent of the hurricane over here um that hit the so, city oh all the time yeah so actually uh, a couple of days before i flew out there's a typhoon eight so it goes um typhoon one typhoon three typhoon eight typhoon 10 is like the category system ranking system um t8 is you probably get like one a year one every one to two every year um so one of them just hit um a few days before myself and leaf flew out to the u.s um, there is currently one in Hong Kong right now, which is just a T1. So it's like a pretty weak. It just means like the wind speed is down and it's quite far off offshore right now. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, we, we haven't come through every year. A T8, you, you can't even, don't even use an umbrella. Just, we'll just rip your umbrella just to yeah, just yeah, turn it inside sure. out. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so if you go out, you just get wet. Yeah. Big time. And like, so T, T8 and T10. Like uh, you go home, work's canceled. You don't go to work. Ferries closed down. Transport closes down. Um, I think I've only, I must have only lived through maybe three T10s, three or four T10s. Does someone like, die in T10s always? Like there's someone oh, who goes yeah, outside yeah. and get, yeah, always yeah, a yeah, couple yeah, yeah. people get swept away. Yeah. And like generally speaking, these typhoons, they'll generally um, develop and like get real powerful around the Philippines. And then it comes and hits Hong Kong afterwards. But Hong Kong's like, it's a built up city. Like it doesn't, although it's on like the coast on the peninsula, it doesn't really get affected. Whereas like you can imagine it hitting, you know, somewhere like the Philippines where there's like tin roofs and stuff like that. Like it just decimates those countries and it's crazy. Like the effect that it has on those places. Uh, Hong Kong, we're very lucky that it's uh, definitely a bit more built up. The uh, infrastructure is a bit more solid. Um, so, you know, it's just a, pretty windy rainy week for most of it um trees and stuff get blown down some trees get uprooted but generally speaking no touch wood uh, we don't see too many casualties in hong kong but you know across asia they can be absolutely devastating it's a great line touch wood uh a, a, a sloppy slop weather's looking pretty nice for next week oh good hey, hey did you see any smoke in the air there was some concern a couple weeks ago because uh, yeah you did see smoke in the air in madison so yeah, when we landed here, so we landed early Monday morning, like 1 a.m. in the morning. So on Monday when we got up, it was real hazy. Like, uh, couldn't see, there was no blue in the sky. Couldn't really see. We went for like a bike ride around Lake Monona. Could barely see the other side of it. It was like quite bad. Uh, oh, I saw days, your vlog, by the way. Yeah, and it was white yeah. over the entire lake. By the yeah, way, your yeah. vlog is cool. Good job, dude. Thank you. I don't, yeah. I don't really know what I'm doing, to be honest. I just thought I'd put some stuff up if I could. Oh, it's great. Thank you. Uh, and I'm glad you won the bike ride against Lee. You really put yourself on the line there. Fucking crushed it. 
You did, Chris. I like it how <laughs> she's like wanting a head start. You're like, no. Yeah, fuck that. You don't do Hey, she looks pretty damn fit, dude. It's crazy. I always say the same thing. Like you, um, what a specimen. Fifty-five category. She stands out there on the floor versus the other nine ladies, and this is taking nothing away from the other nine ladies who are out there as well. But like, right? She looks like fucking gladiator out there. It's she crazy. does look like a gladiator. What is she? What? What? Is she? She's not your Asian. Uh, she is not. No, she's uh, she's English. She's fully English, but she's been based out in Hong Kong for a good while now. How many years in Hong Kong? Sixteen years in Hong Kong. Wow. Yeah, so she's representing the UK there. I guess a lot of people do that. They come there and they just don't leave. Yeah, a lot of people do, like my dad being one of them. Um, but a lot of people also do the other side of it, which, um, you know, Hong Kong's a super transient city, especially if you are in the, you know, the main reason that Westerns will come over to Hong Kong is generally for finance, some sort of financial job. Uh, and they'll generally move between like New York, London, Hong Kong, Tokyo, and they'll just keep kind of doing that loop. So it'll be like anywhere between one to 10 years move, one to 10 years move, one to 10 years move, and they just keep moving around like that. So it can be quite sad. You know, you build up uh, relationships with people and uh, you, you develop some good connections and then you kind of just, it's it's normal. You almost expect it to happen, which is, it sucks sometimes, but yeah, it's just part of life in Hong Kong. Uh, Jake Chapman, Ant looks like a vampire from Buffy. I could see, yeah, he got like a tan, he's a tan vampire. He would need to really white up. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't heard that for a while. You did used to get that? Yeah, we used to have Sarah Michelle Gell, I remember. Oh yeah, that oh yeah, that show. Wow. Oh, you are you are old, 34. My goodness. <laughs> um, and what happened? How, how did how did you end up here? What a typical story. Yeah. They didn't let the Iranian guy in. Yeah, so uh, racist, racist. I didn't say poor that. Iranian guy. That guy's close to him. he might even be Armenian. I feel horrible for him. Yeah, he um I mean, I, I feel terrible for, so Morteza was the guy yeah. who, who did Did you meet it. him at the semifinal? Yeah, we had a, we actually had a, a good chat for like three hours and we were both sitting there waiting for our drug testing to go through. Um, but yeah, he's a super nice guy. Uh, I've met him a couple of times. I met him last year at the um, Far East Throwdown as well. Uh, and yeah, it was, he's a, he's a super good dude. And it was a, it was an awesome battle trying to get that second spot. Um, and, you know, he picked me by 13 points. So I was of course disappointed but stoked for him to go anyway and i it's weird so i uh i had a i had a feeling you know you just you i've you know obviously disappointing that i missed when you out. say you had a feeling you looked at him and you like motherfucker you were juiced to the gills you ain't going or there's no way those fucking racist americans are letting iranian in like which one yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah let's let's go with the latter yeah Okay, okay, um, fine, fine. But something, no, but, something. You look, you thought, oh, you know, there's yeah. a good chance one of these guys might not make it. Who was the other yeah. guy who made it? Uh, Arthur Semenov. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, he was on your podcast the other day. I saw yeah, he's he, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His translators just stole the show. She's great. Yeah, you can take her eyes off her. Yeah, that too. That too. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you say. Uh, um, yeah, so, shit, I don't know. I just had a... I had like a feeling in my gut for a while that like I should just keep, you know, normally take a bit of an off season. You give yourself a break. Um, I didn't feel like the semifinals was like a body breaking style regionals from back in the day when you did like the fifties and the hundred style chippers and like you come back from regionals and like a hospital bed. Um, so I actually felt, <laughs> I actually felt okay. 
Um, so I was like, you know what, screw it. I'll keep training. Uh, I'll take it easy for a few weeks, and then, but I'll just keep training, keep doing my double sessions and keep doing what I do. I'd stay on track with my food and do my sleep stuff, do my recovery stuff as best I can. Um, just part of my habitual routine anyway. But it kind of, so like, I'll, let me rewind a bit. This coming weekend, um, the games weekend, one of my best mates is supposed to be getting, well, he's getting married in Scotland. Um, so when he told me that he booked his wedding for the games weekend, I was like, you selfish prick, as if you right. would do that. <laughs> um, no, but he, he was like, look, at the end of the day, if you qualify, you qualify, it's totally fine. Uh, if you don't qualify, you're coming to my wedding. Uh, and then I had a huge dilemma as Lee's coach as well. I was like, well, shit, if she wow. qualifies for the games, then like I can't just leave her high and dry. So, you know, I, I went through, like, it was, I know it sounds like a small first world problem, but there was a lot of anxiety from my end with that. Um, you know, obviously, how close is your friend? I even if my I would look for any excuse to get out of any wedding. You really wanted to go to it? You really wanted? To <laughs> I, I, yeah, yeah. I used to, I used to live, I used to live with him. He's uh, one of my one of my best mates. All right, all right. If you so, say so, I, I, I want, I wanted to go, but you he's know, not I, watching I, this. He's not watching this. You can set yourself free. Tell the truth. I told him you better be fucking streaming the games at his wedding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So you know, I had to. I had a conversation with Lee and like, I was very open about it. I said, like, I need to think about this. And, um, you know, we obviously had a very successful 2022 with Lee. She came second in her division. Um, with, you know, I managed to be a part of that journey. Very grateful to be a part of that journey with her, but you know, she totally crushed it. And when you do so well one year, you're like, well, why the fuck would I change it for the next year if I can go one better? So I didn't want to take that away from her either. Um, but of course I was still wanting to go to my friend's wedding. Um, obviously, you know, once in a lifetime sort of thing as well. Um, it basically ended up deciding that um, someone else from our, our gym would come along and help Lee out in my absence because I was going to go to my friend's wedding. And then it so happened that the schedule was different this year compared to last year. So the Masters are going on a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, whereas last year it wasn't like that. It was like everyone just goes at one time and the Masters kind of get, you know, push around the schedule wherever the individuals want to go so i was like oh shit so i i actually could probably make it so i was then gonna i booked my flights from hong kong to chicago would drive down to madison with lee she would compete on the tuesday wednesday thursday i would then fly out late at like 11 p.m on the thursday night um fly to iceland stop over in iceland fly to glasgow land into glasgow on friday do like the pre-wedding drinks on friday evening wedding on yeah Saturday. And Sunday and then fly out on Monday. So I Crazy. basically booked that whole thing. And I was like, okay, sick. I I can do both. We're good. Dude, you're crazy. Um, fuck. And like it, it, I just I, you know, I put the money down and it, nothing was cheap doing it, but I was like, it's worth it. This is what I want to do. Booked the final flight on a Wednesday night. Fucking woke up Thursday morning and got an email from CrossFit saying, Hey, uh, one of the guys in your region didn't quite manage to get a visa. We know you're going to be in Madison because you're going to be coaching Lee. Do you fancy competing? Oh, they did know that. They did know that. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, uh, fuck, wow. yeah, I was like, I was like, all right, well, fuck, I better go, uh, better go and start uh, canceling some flights and rebooking some others and finding out if I can get a hotel. Um, so yeah, it was a pretty, bit of a whirlwind week, to be honest. How cool of CrossFit to do that? I mean, it would have been, oh, no, yeah, because that's late in the game. Oh, big time. I actually think that. Uh, you know, 
if I would, you know, I so I I hold a, a passport which which can get a, a visa pretty easily over in um, the states, and I've uh -huh. never been rejected. I've been here plenty of times before, um, and they knew that I'd come last year as well, and that I was coming this year. I wonder if maybe I was, if I held an Iranian passport or a Russian passport or something, a, a passport that maybe wouldn't be so easy to get a visa. I wonder if right. they would have offered me the spot or just left it empty. Right. Um, but yeah, it was a very, uh, it was funny. It was quite an informal email. Just like, well, you're going to be here. You may as well compete. And I was like, fuck, okay, sure. And they're like, tell us as soon as you can, because then we'll try to get you some gear ready. So, and then when you said yes, that's when this email showed up? Yeah, I did. They said yes. And then the next thing was that email through. And um, yeah, I, now I'm here. <laughs> hey, when you get this email and like you're bringing your arrow down here to accept and decline, are you like real careful? <laughs> yeah actually Good. the first time the first time i clicked it uh they sent me an email i clicked it the first time and it actually said registration is closed i was like motherfucker someone's oh. <laughs> I was thinking, like, fucking morteza morteza and arthur seminoff are sitting on the other side of the computer being like fuck you <laughs> so then what do you yeah. do you just send them an email and they're like don't worry we'll get you registered yeah yeah they're actually they're super helpful about it all um so yeah as soon as i as soon as i uh paid for my entry then obviously he's got linked into all the athlete emails and all that sort of stuff and it kind of yeah like i said just became reality told told my my uh all my colleagues and friends back in hong kong i was like i'm leaving next week so we've got to get shit covered i gotta sort stuff out um yeah so it's just myself and lee here so normally normally my brother is actually my coach yeah um but he's he'll be going to the wedding of my mate as well so um he unfortunately wasn't able to make it across so it's just myself and lee here um so yeah that's the story is pretty crazy one to be honest but so yeah, su super grateful to be here and to have the opportunity will she be your coach then fuck no <laughs> you won't you won't give lee your coach's pass uh well so another so again so she was supposed to be leaving on thursday basically after she competed she's got family oh. in the u.s so yeah uh, they normally go to is it utah they normally go to Utah and see, um, you know, the side of a family that they saw last year. Um, so who's going to be your coach? Who's going to be like, like making sure uh, you're hydrated and fed and like, I'll, I'll find someone. I'll, I'll bribe someone. You want to do it for me? I'm busy. I'd love to. God, that would be awesome. I would love uh, to. Yeah. So I've actually, uh, so I've actually spoken to, like I said, I mentioned before, I'm quite close to the guys at training think tank. Yeah. Uh, I know, I know Max will be here cause he will be coaching, uh noah and also uh, an age group athlete yeah. as well uh travis although he obviously didn't compete this year uh with his um his hand issue that he had and i don't know what he oh i just did. text travis yesterday and i was like dude please tell me you have a coach's pass he's like no i'm like dude you need one so i can like film with you and behind the scenes yeah well so i was gonna give him my coach's pass oh um, yeah get travis but then he said, because he's got to do some stuff with victory grips at the, uh, oh, the booth. Oh, I know, right? What, do they pay you $12, Travis? Stop fooling around. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So Travis turned it down. So, I, so I'll, I'll probably give it to Max, who's uh, Travis's coach as well. Yeah. Um, Max already yeah. got probably one, right? Doesn't he? Well, he, he, Max gave his coach's pass to, uh, to um, Noah's wife. Crazy. What's wrong with these people? I need Max back there too, so I can harvest some good content from him. Yeah, you can, he'll he'll be there. He'll be, he'll, it's, you know, it's more it's more of someone like, of course, like Max hasn't coached me, so I don't expect like 
pearls of wisdom to be dropping out of his mouth like every 10 seconds but it's more just like someone to keep your company shoot the shit with when you're maybe feeling a bit down or just got some time to kill and uh and yeah, a team know, to huddle with that. someone to get your water someone to make sure you're eating someone like someone yeah, yeah. who's yeah so yeah you know again like grateful for those guys to come down as well you know it sucks that my brother's not going to be here because he was here in 2019 with me and um it is what it is just gotta do it do what i can look at this i'll be your coach um i'll be your coach and side piece oh come on i'm sporty <laughs> <laughs> RB, I'll be your bitch. Look at this. Look, at, he's even looking back. He was going somewhere, and he's like, "Yeah, Blade yeah. uh, Walker." He's look. Here's the button. You get get a cop. Give me your pass, dog. Yep. Yeah. We should do a lucky draw of some sort. Um, uh, I'll be your coach. I can stir a mean pre-workout. Oh, look at they're coming out. Oh my goodness. I love it. Uh, and, um, so when are you going back now, now that you're here on, on Sunday, when yeah. it's all over, what, what will you do? So I'll basically drive back to Chicago on late on Monday night and I'll get a flight out on Tuesday morning. It's like flights, uh, a few and far between. So it's like a 19 hour journey back. So I fly, fly from Chicago to Taiwan and then Taiwan to Hong Kong. Um, but yeah, you know, it is what it is wow yeah uh wow that's great that's great and then and then and then work wednesday or thursday yeah i'll be back and work on wednesday yeah coaching it up yes sir oh my goodness uh it, it, any expectations of yourself uh at this um at the premier you know, event where the fittest people in the world will be hmm. trying to take your lunch money yeah <laughs> uh you know what i think uh in the situation I'm in, there's no expectations anyway. Um, but having said that, I think, you know, I, I always control what I can. Um, so that's my my attitude, my effort towards each event. Generally speaking, I like the games more than the semifinals, more than the quarterfinals, more than the open, just because of the, I guess, the un unknown and unknowable elements of it. Um, I'm probably better at doing things like running I don't know, like flipping pigs and that sort of shit um, versus power cleans and thrusters. Um, just that's more probably my background, which is rugby. So I think that lends itself to game style programming. Um, but honestly, I'm just looking forward to it. Uh, I'm looking forward to having a blast out there, seeing old friends, meeting new people, and I can have a crack, leave it all out on the floor and see what happens. Yeah. Um, does this resonate with you that you're going to take um, more risks than you than normal? Why not? Yeah. 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 I may as well throw the kitchen sink at it and see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, dude, great meeting you. I'm excited to, to see you. I, I watched your vlog last night. I, I watched some of your interviews. You're a cool dude. You're easy. I, you, what a, um, it's amazing. These people who make it to the games in general are pretty cool. You're, you're top of the food chain. Cool, dude. Thank you. I appreciate it. And thanks for having me on here. Yeah, awesome. and, and, and um, congratulations with Lee. Thank you. Um, she's yeah. going to crush it as well. I'm sure she will. Yeah, you're a great coach, and, a, and, a, and congratulations on the affiliate. You're just a great member of the community. I hope our paths uh, continue to cross. Absolutely. I'll see you uh, when you get here in Madison. Thanks All right, brother. Me on. Ciao. Take care. Ant Haynes. Uh, there's something I want to show you guys really quick. I showed you guys this last night. Hi, Jamie. I see you. Um. I want to show you guys this really quick before I bring Jamie on. This is this Wolverine website. 
And up here, really small, it says get 25% off. And I, I told you guys this last night. I don't know if they've left this on here on accident or what. But there's the code. And I don't know long how long it will be up there. Anyway, there you go. There's your free tid shopping tidbit from the Seven Podcast. Get your get your cheap supplements while you can. Hi. Hello. What's up? Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm great. I'm fantastic. I'm pumped. Cool. Good, uh, good. Jamie, I don't think I've ever met you. Yeah, I think I think maybe years ago, like 2017 or 2018 games. Okay. So at the games and briefly. Yeah. Yeah. Probably briefly. Briefly. You're probably talking to a lot of people. And um, you were uh, you were I okay. So now now that you say that, I think I do. You were were you pretty more reserved then than you are now? Um, I don't know. Maybe I was just a bit more shy. I was quite new to it all. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think I was in, you know, the first time at the games as an individual and, you know, it's all pretty scary and you're sort of just taking it all in. So maybe, maybe that was the case. The first time I laid eyes on you, I remember thinking now that it's all coming back to me. I remember thinking this, this is truly a professional athlete who has stumbled onto a I don't know what the right word, a, a fledgling sport that's exploding. And you just seemed you had a more professional air. Maybe it wasn't that you were shy. Maybe it was that I was intimidated by you, but you carried yourself already. You and um, uh, do you remember Anna Tunnicliffe? Yes. She's Anna Tobias. The two of you had an air about yourself that was like very poised. Well, that's good. That's good to know. And maybe, yeah, yeah. I don't think I, thought i came across like that i was probably just like a bit stunned by it all but um oh okay okay well you pulled it off yeah I like you it. didn't come what, what did you come from what sport did you come from um rugby and gymnastics but yeah i played rugby for like a good 15 years maybe are, are you um wow 15 years i i don't really know that sport to me it's it's um i, I when i kind of think about it i just put it as um football but without pads american football yeah. but without pads i sort of and you guys have some different rules about what the ball can do. Um, yeah. But I think of those people as big, and then it always surprises me. You're not big. Some are big. Like, you've got your different positions, obviously, like football as well. Some big, mm -hmm. some are small. But, yeah, I think that's almost why in the end that I was like, my body just couldn't handle it anymore. All those big hits. And with CrossFit as well, it was, yeah, it was too much for me. So, yeah, ended up just back at CrossFit, and it all worked out. In, in Australia's home for you? New Zealand. New Zealand. I apologize. I apologize. <laughs> it's okay. I'll let you away with it this time. So you're from the city of New Zealand, which is in Austra the biggest city in Australia. No. Okay. <laughs> well, don't even say that because some people think things like that. I, I know. I, and I'm capable. I'm capable of saying something <laughs> stupid like that. Um, ESC sounds. Let's go, Jamie. There we go. Let's go, Jamie. Yes. What, um, what games is this for you? This is number... Uh, six. And um, let me think of some other things I know about you off the top of my head. You used to be Jamie Green. Yes. Yep. And, and Dubai was home for you. Yes. Abu Dhabi is home again now. Oh, it is. Okay. As recently. Yeah. And is Abu Dhabi the capital of Dubai? Abu Dhabi is the capital of the uh, UAE. UAE. Uh, another and emirate. And Dubai is, so there's seven emirates and Dubai and Abu Dhabi are two of them. 
Okay. Okay. Good. Thank you. Now I'm learning some geography, and I know uh, if I my some of my Jamie Green um, knowledge as I dig in now, it's really cut flooding forward. You met your husband there. He was a trainer yes. there also. Yes. Yeah. So Elliot also. That's some gossipy shit that I would hear through the grapevine. Yeah. 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 yeah like that, and obviously yeah. he competes as well. Not this year, but yeah. What's his name? Elliot. Elliot Simmons. He said. Uh, yeah, he likes to say a lot more controversial things than me and has a lot more opinions on things. So, Oh, good. I need to have him on. Yeah, if you ever wanted him on, I don't know if it would be a good thing for me, but <clears throat> those ones. <laughs> is, um, is, uh, is he um, – uh, did he win Dubai one year? Um, no, so he's competed in Dubai. Uh, I can't remember where he's got there. He's competed at the Games twice. Um, As an individual? Yeah. Yeah, so we did team in 2016, and he competed 2018, 2019, individual. Wow. Um, yeah, so, but now he's been injured the last year. Um, Deja Intendu, for Jamie, glad you're back, and good luck. Thank you. Good to be back. Um, Sevon's dog, uh, Jamie, are you allowed to take a dog to the games? Oh. Uh, you could always that's try. A little, that's a little forward. Please, yeah. Um, yeah, that's a little... Um, <laughs> I see what you're doing there, Sevon's dog. I apologize. My dog is inappropriate sometimes. Could have been a little more subtle. Uh, how, how old are you, Jamie? I'm 32. Just turned 32 last the two weeks ago. We someone was doing the average. Um, I, I had at least three three ladies on now that said that they're 34. I think, and they were doing the average, and they said the average was. Um, I think Patrick Clark shared in the comments the average was 26.7. But you have to think it's skewed because you have like some kids there. Yeah, I know, right? Some like Gerstetter. I mean, she's seventeen. Yeah, that's got to skew the numbers way down. Yeah, but um, but no, I believe that because a lot of the girls as well are around what twenty-two to twenty-five as well. So yeah, um, it's crazy. Do the women have a um a longer um lifespan than the boys uh, in know. in the sport? I don't know. I guess it kind of depends on like your background and I guess how you take care of yourself. Um, there seems to be a lot of young girls, so, you know, they've got a lot more time to carry on through, but then also, yeah, I don't know. I think it like, what do they say? Females, then your endurance almost gets better as you get older. Still waiting for it, that. It, <laughs> it, it, it would be trippy if they did have a longer lifespan because the conventional wisdom is, is that you guys mature quicker. So you're able to make the leap faster, right? Mm -hmm. From the teen division to the pro division. Yeah. And then if you had, so that gives you more time on this end. And then if you have more time on the out, on the, on the outer end, I mean, and look at Annie. Yeah. Yeah. She, she even, grew, she grew a baby in her. Yeah. She's a specimen, but that's just so impressive. Yeah. Some of say the, that, say that word again, specimen. She's a specimen, yeah. Yeah, specimen. very, very impressive. Yeah, so I know there's some of these, some of these girls out there. You just can't, you know. It's almost like someone says something and they take it to that next level and try the extra, extra bit on top. But yeah, they every year someone you know never ceases to amaze you. It really is like that. That's yeah. a good. That's a good point. I never thought of that. Every year there's someone that you're just like, what? Yeah, it's cool though. Like you know, you don't see you see it and. I feel like CrossFit really uh, accentuates it. Um, tell me the first year you went to the games again, two, 2017? For individual, yeah. In 2016, I went on team with um, CrossFit Yes, and that was my first year. 
And then, and then 2018, you went to the games also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, 2019. Yeah. And 2020. Yeah, in the last two years, in a bit of a hiatus. <laughs> God, you are something else. And 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 what happened the last two years? What happened after the 2020 games? Uh, so 20 after 2020 games, I felt great. We actually, so me and Elliot decided at the end of 2020 to move to the UK and sort of, you know, take on the full-time athlete role. Um, so we left our job in Abu Dhabi and went to the UK. And I think within, it was like a month or six weeks of being there, I dislocated my shoulder and I was like, so during the 2021 open. Can you tell me about that, how that happened? Oh, like <laughs> ridiculous. I was doing a dumbbell pullover with, seven kilos was that 15 pounds and my shoulder dislocated what's it what's a dumbbell pullover a snatch no like you know like literally you lie on the bench you hold the dumbbell oh oh holding it like this which is probably obviously not right yeah and then it just plunked out and it was out for maybe like a couple of hours and then obviously went to a and e got put back in tried to rehab it for three months and then it did it again so it was yeah i uh, um it's. I, I want to say it's called a skull crusher, like in bodybuilding. Is that what yeah. you heard that term? Yeah. It's like a skull crusher, but you know, a skull crusher like this. Oh yeah. It's about pullover. It's literally like you're here. Okay, look at me trying to tell you what to what it is. I, yeah. No, well, obviously, I didn't know okay. what it was very well. No, you do. You're a trainer, and I'm just like trying. I'm posturing on you. I'm posturing. I was obviously doing something wrong though. But yeah, so literally, just my shoulder popped out of its socket, and now whenever I see anyone ever doing them, I'm like, I can't even watch. And and you were probably enjoying it too, right? Like I like doing stuff like that because I like the stretch, right? So you were probably even doing like enjoying like, okay, tug on me a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Like it was like, I'm one of those ones I like doing like CrossFit. I just want to do CrossFit. I want to do the gymnastics and CrossFit. I don't want to do this bodybuilding accessory shit. And then obviously my coach and LA and stuff like, no, you need to do this to get stronger, do your bodybuilding. So I was obviously not really paying attention. I was just getting it done. And out it went, and it was yeah, it was a horrific few hours. I have to say, you knew, so you knew it was out. Yeah, it was like I was in a t-shirt, luckily, so I couldn't really see it. But literally, my uh, obviously like head of my shoulder was like in my armpit. So oh god! And, and obviously, and you get to A and E, and you're like, can someone just put it back in? And obviously, they got to um, X-ray it and check everything, and then put it. And it took like two people yanking on me just to get it back in so it was yeah it was a horrific experience and after that i was like just keep that shoulder in um uh, a&e's the the hospital system or something over there uh yeah like um what is that accident and emergency okay and now you see like I, I watch the ufc and you see a guy dislocates his shoulder and someone in the corner just will just put it back in no i wish i'd like I'm pretty sure um, Andy, my coach, and Elliot were like, when I was screaming, like yeah. looking up on their phone how to do it. And they were like, yeah. just, and I think as well, it depends where it comes out. Like yeah. so up here, they had to like lift my arm up and like yank on it here to like click it back in. Um, but apparently you can put it back in wrong and, you know, like nerves and stuff get fucked up a bit. Yeah, twisted. Yeah, so they X-ray it, and then they have a special way of putting it back in, and yeah, it was grim. But yeah, the UFC and, lot. I guess if the quicker you put it back in, the less you feel. I don't know. And and then um um and then it happened again three months later. Yeah, 
doing a snatch. So obviously I rehabbed Oh it. man. Yeah, I rehabbed it and everything and like I could do muscle ups, I could do handstand walk, could do everything and then I I think it was like a 70 kilo snatch and just here and then it just sort of like dropped out again. Same thing all over again. I kind of knew it a bit more this time, so I knew the system, get in, wait, get your x-ray, get it put back in. They had to x-ray it again. You couldn't just be like, hey, this happened before. It's this kind of. No, no. apparently you got to x-ray it every time. Okay. And then so that was then from there ends up being 18 months of basic rehab because you missed the games twice, right? Yeah. Well, no. So I had surgery about this time two years ago. And then it's like a year. Well, I did a little bit faster than a year recovery um, and then competed that next season. And I just I didn't qualify out of Tory and I got fifth. So. Yeah, so it was like I, I I was back competing, but I obviously just wasn't up to par, and yeah, I didn't make it 2022, and then yeah, and now this year comes around and got in there. Uh, um, when they do the surgery, what do they do? Um, so I had ladder jet surgery. It's like it's very common in rugby, to be fair. Um, they like so you've got your is it your corticoid process that connects your bicep tendon connects to that bone. So they cut the bone, they take the bone out of the oh, and then drill it into your scapula. So then when you lift your arm up, it's kind of like, instead of it coming out, it like will hit that bone. Yeah. And, uh, bicep tendon is like a sling. So oh. Like blocked. So it's like a bone block basically. So yeah, yeah it took a while to get that. Oh no. Hey, did you lose, do you lose range of motion? Yeah, so they were quite worried about like gymnastics and stuff, but yeah. I found the gymnastics fine to come back to. But I did take me a long, well, still taking me a while to get back like overhead position, snatches and jerks and things. But it's more uh, just for me, it's just like the confidence of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's uh, uh, and it's never popped out since. No, touch wood. Yeah, yeah. Oh, touch wood. That's two, two, yeah. two people in a row touched wood on this show. And Haynes touched some wood on the oh, show. Really? Yeah, I've never, I've never, that's been nothing that's ever happened on the show. No wood touching. Really? Tommy Payne, my dad used to snap my knees back in place when oh, I was a kid. God. That's horrific. horrific. I feel like knees would be even worse. <sighs> my knee. Yeah. <laughs> Look at the toughest guy. This is the toughest guy in the audience. Even he's sweating. He don't like it. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's grim. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Uh, oh, here we go. Here we go. Scott Schweitzer. I dislocated my pinky, Scott. Oh. Scott, your pinky, Scott. Yeah, but you sound still like me. What a up. sissy! You sound like me, and almost passed out. <laughs> I love Scott. You could even put that one back in yourself. Uh, and um, did you think? Did you think you would come back and ever make it to the games again after this two years of um, struggle? A few people have asked me that lately. It's it's funny because it's something that never really crossed my mind. I think I'm one of those people who just, I don't really look too far ahead. Mm. Um, and I sort of just, I don't know. I just, I, I've had shoulder surgery before. I've had other Achilles. I've had a few surgeries before. And I just sort of, like, you just want to get back to training. Like That's all that I wanted at first, get back to training, to so build up that way. And then you get back to training. You're like, okay, I want to try, get closer to what I used to lift. I want to you know, compete in this. I want to, and it was sort of step by step. I never really thought, oh, this is like the end of my career. I just kept going. And then obviously, you know, it's always been my goal to get back to the CrossFit Games. And I don't know, it never really slipped my mind to be like, oh no, this is me done. 
I think I still feel I still feel young, even though I might not be. Um, I'm I'm trying to, I'm trying to relate to it, and I and I like it. Um, it's kind of like I used to hurt my back, and I didn't I didn't really care. I'd be like, okay, so I'll just take Vicodin and drink wine and sit on the couch for a week. <laughs> Double V. Yeah, I'd just be just whacked out of my brain. And yeah. then once I had kids, and I would hurt my back, mm-hmm. and I never thought I, I and I. I just once I had kids, I was like, "Hey, I can't be hurt like this." Mm-hmm. And I so, like, I I would then I instead of trying to do RX weights, I would do take the literally take the women's weight and then cut it in half. I'd be like, "Dude, I don't care." Yeah, I don't. I just need to be able to just be with my kids. Yeah, I, but I, you I, also I, still want to like work out. So you- I did want to, yeah, but I didn't care. Then all of a sudden, I didn't care what my deadlift was. I didn't care how many. Like, I didn't care. It just was like, "Hey, dude, I just need to. I just need to be healthy." And so basically you were put in a situation where you're I'm guessing you lost your arm and you're just like, Hey, I need my arm back. Yeah. Yeah. And then once you got your arm back, you're like, okay, I need my mobility back. But once you got your mobility back and you just started piling back up and then it was kind of weird for the first time in five years, this is going to sound like a joke to you, but I deadlifted 295 just on accident a couple months ago after, you know, after not deadlifting over 200 pounds for years. Yeah. Everyone says that. It's like, you don't put an emphasis on it. Yeah. But I didn't care. Yeah. I'm just like, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. And it's just like, yeah, sometimes you overthink things and overdo things that it almost uh, inhibits yourself. But when you bring that step back and you almost appreciate like the smaller things you can do or, you know, your priorities change, then different things happen. You realize your health is the most important thing you have. Oh, yeah, it's crazy. Did you go through that? You're like, shit, I just need to be able to move. Yeah, I think it's happened to me multiple times. Just like every injury, you're just like, oh, now I appreciate that I can do this. Or even like... Like I've had a few shoulder surgeries and even being able to tie your hair up. Like I get so sick of Elliot trying to wash my hair, trying to do this. Wow. Just like little things like that. Wow. Yeah. I just want to go back to normal life. So I think, yeah, it brings you, it sort of brings you back down to earth. Uh, Bruce Wayne. Hi, Jamie. For behind the scenes burger fun. Wow. Thanks, Mr. Wayne. (laughs) Tank Reeves from Canada. How do you feel about young people like Olivia competing in the big leagues do you think given mal and Haley emotional state it's a good idea you think that they, i think do you think that there's an age um that's not appropriate to uh compete at the highest level well, i don't think so like these girls like they're young but as well they're you know they're performing up to it so why not i think as long as they're sort of guided the right way and and as well it's like they're, they're such good athletes that it's, it is hard not to put pressure on yourself when you are that good. Um, I think almost like if they just sort of like, to, again, take a step, like they don't, a lot of them don't sort of have the same injuries, but like take a step back and just enjoy what they're doing and not having that, it's easier said than done, not having the pressure on them, then they're going to last a lot longer. And as well, like who's to say that it was just CrossFit that brought that upon people? Like it could be, you know, pressures of social like you know social media but that could come even not with crossfit like that could just be being in the spotlight i think um yeah i think if you're around the right people um that sort of build you up and as well keep you down to earth at the same time then that you know you can build through like anyone else it doesn't matter the age what about just regular soul searching that I think a healthy 20 year old goes through and that's really all that they're doing. Like, 
I mean, I got rid of everything I owned and made myself homeless in my twenties because I wanted to, yeah. And I, and I, cause I wanted to find the answer. I wanted to find like God, I wanted to find like where we come from. Where was I before I was born? Where am I going after I'm dead? Yeah. Is the earth a magical place? What kind of strangers can I meet? I mean, isn't that normal? Isn't that, Yeah. aren't you supposed to have some sort of breakdown in your twenties where you're like, Oh my God, what? I mean, I've been in school since I've been five. Isn't it yeah. smart? Like what? And basically told what to do since I was. Yeah, who the fuck am I? Isn't there supposed to like I see Mal and Haley and I'm like, yeah, that's not seems seems pretty normal to me. Yeah, yeah, and like as well, like they they could have their breakdown now and next year come back better than they've ever been. Or right. I think as well, yeah, it's a great time. Did you have one, Jamie? Did you have a? Did you have a like in your twenties? You're like, what am I doing with my life? Did you ever have a like? I feel I feel like I like when I actually started CrossFit, my mum actually bought it for me because she was like you're literally just playing rugby going out on the piss and not really going to university what's that mean going out on the piss like, like you drink yeah like going okay, out drinking. Okay, okay. and i was probably what 20 and i think maybe from when i was like 18 to 2022 20, was just like oh, i'll just do what i want you know i'm at uni you can study a bit but i would just you know play rugby go out party whatever and I had always been so into sport as well. And I, I don't know, I mean, my rugby was not going so well either. Um, but my mum sort of came across me and was like, well, why don't you try, you know, like she's seen me do gymnastics all through my life, athletics, um, or like basketball, lots of sports. So she was like, why don't you try this? And then, yeah, that sort of like got me a bit more on the straight and narrow. Um, and it ended up leading me to Abu Dhabi and carried on through like that. So I think... Yeah, mine was, might have been spread out a bit longer through high school and uh, uni. But then, yeah, you sort of have those moments and then you appreciate, you know, getting your life back on track and where it where it leads you. So. And for and for women, well, I, I guess for anyone also, I mean, there's going to be stuff like that as you get older too. Like, are you going to have kids? Um, do, where, where are you going to retire? Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't think you're there yet, but you're probably five or 10 years away. There's a point in your life where you're like, Ooh, I'm a little tired. Yeah. I, I think as well, it's, it's hard for Elliot and myself because we're from different places. We met like, Why, like, where's he from? Where's he from? He's from England. Okay. Okay. So from the UK. And so we're like been a little bit of nomads the last few years. Um, one day, obviously I, I want to end up in New Zealand and it's, I don't know when, but I definitely want to end up back there. And obviously that's taking him away from his home. And, you know, you're all like, we've been nomads and we've, for the last few years, we've been a little bit like, so what are we doing with our life? Um, But as well, again, you've got to, you do want to have a little bit of a plan, but as well, you've got to see what turns up, you know? Yeah. Like we've had this opportunity to come to Virginia, train with um, all the guys at Krypton and like, we wouldn't be able to do that if we were just back, you know, working our full-time job in the middle east and doing that but we've been able to come over here and five six weeks training with some of the best in the world and you know you don't always get that so it's pretty cool it's good to have um, a plan but not a full plan yeah hey um j- just to put that in, in perspective too at it, 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 32 i don't know what i was doing but i didn't find crossfit till i was 34 and wow. i think i was and i think i was living at home with my mom yeah yeah so it's like yeah, yeah. yeah there was no rule was there it's like yeah. do as you please yeah Mm. Um, uh, how long have you and Elliot been together? Um, nine years. Yeah, married wow. three and a half. And um, did did you have to give um anything up in your athletic career to get married, or did that um uh, help it more? Like it was kind of like a 
a relief. Like you could close down a whole, uh, I, I don't know. Like you just, uh, well, you know, when you're finally committed to just one person, you can kind of close this section of the world off. I don't want to say you close it off, but you don't have to, to call it just flirting with the other sex is too, <laughs> too simple. But was that nice? Like you got married and then you, what? Yeah, I never thought about it like that. I oh. think, um, like you're free. Oh, like you're free because you yeah. have, or, or some people, well, if they're not, not ready and they get married, it could be a burden. Say it again. I said, or not free. It might be the opposite. Right, um, right. I mean, for me, it was free. It was freedom. Yeah, I think I like. I've been with Elliot since you know, since I first moved to the Middle East, and yeah, it's always just been like he's, especially with CrossFit and just life in general. He's, yeah, he's just so good at motivating you to sort of be better. Um, especially for me, like sometimes I can be a bit, you know, useless, a bit lazy sometimes. But he's very like rigid. Um, knows what he wants and it's really nice to have someone like that in your life to keep you pursuing you know your best self as such um and yeah and I think like when we got married it was just it, life just sort of went on the same I think mm -hmm. we've sort of had that like connection and just knowing it's sort of been like that since you know early on in our relationship even though we were young and he was even younger he likes to let everyone know I like the way you described him like that yeah you're you're a uh, uh, a powerful human being, but you uh, uh, who can handle um, themselves in the world, and yet you found this man who has um his dri he's driven. He knows what he wants, yeah. And you can still get done what what you want to get done in life while being with him. Yeah, hundred percent. And he yeah, like and he will never try try be someone he's not. And I think that yeah, it's really nice being around someone like that. What does that mean? Try like give me an example. Like you know, say the crowd want to do something, mm -hmm. a prime example sometimes in CrossFit, um, if that's not against, like, if that's against his morals, he will not, like, someone like me, I might just be like, oh, yeah, whatever, you do what you please. Like, he will let people know his opinion, especially if he's got a very strong opinion on something. And I think that's nice because... He you, needs a podcast. He needs a podcast. Yeah, he does. Honestly, I'm like, yeah. Especially because we're quite opposite like that, which is nice because, you know, I get to see that side of the world. Whereas I'm a lot more laid back and just like, you know, let people do what they want, Al. You don't have to, <laughs> you know, always tell everyone everything. But it's nice as well. You know, people appreciate it. I like him. Mm. Or, or, it might yeah. be a very long podcast if you were on there with him. Um, when when your mom, you're you're in New you're in New Zealand, and um, what year is it that your mom and you're in the uni? Your mom buys you a CrossFit membership. That's what she she did. Did she buy you like a punch yeah. card or like what yeah, did she get you? Like a six week pass sort of thing. And, and, um, and what year was that? That was in 2013. And so you're you're like uh, becoming a woman at that time. You're like 18. Uh, 2013. I was probably about 20. 20 uh, 21, okay. 21. I think I was like 21, 22. And were you living at home and doing uni? No, no. I was in a flat. Like same city as your mom yeah yeah and um, can you tell me like the details of how she i know isn't it crazy yeah uh michael banyan 20 dollars again thank you such a classy person yeah you do exude class thank you yeah you look like maybe like you own a chain of jewelry stores or something like you, you're <laughs> very <that>. classy <laughs> um uh, um i want to hear the details of like how like how she presents that to you 
Oh no, she literally just gave it to me as a Christmas present. Like it's in an envelope and you open yeah. it up and you're like, oh, Merry this Christmas. sucks. This isn't even money. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Yeah, go to CrossFit. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll try that in a few months, maybe. That's what I said. And, and so there's like a certificate in there that says like six weeks on ramp course or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. It was actually like a six weeks ladies camp, I think. And then I went to the class and the guy was like, oh, you can just do the normal classes if you want. It, wow. Because he saw how, because he saw your capability so quickly. Yeah. It was like, I went conveniently. I went to a class that was like all gymnastic stuff. I was like, oh yeah, this is fine. And um, had you heard about CrossFit before then? Yeah, because I well, I was studying PE at uni, um, so you'd think I'd be a bit more active. But um, I so obviously like there's personal training, there's sports coaching, there's sports management all involved in that, and obviously you learn about lots of different sports. And yeah, I think like and you're kind of doing CrossFit. I was training at another gym, and I was personal training people as well. And you kind of did CrossFit sort of stuff. Um, uh huh. went to a CrossFit gym, so then when I went there, loved it. You did love it. Were you? Ju- you weren't judging the coaches. You're like, okay, no. they're doing that wrong. Oh, that kipping no. pull up is so stupid. What are they yeah. doing? You no. didn't do any of that. No, I was never. I'm not a very judging person. I think wow. I just, uh, yeah. I remember doing my like first time trying to do an overhead squat though. Just wasn't happening. <laughs> well, I'm gonna any- tell. You, I'm gonna tell you something just there when you said um, I'm not a very judgy person. Mm-hmm. Like any like the three percent of the people in the audience who weren't sure whether to like you or not just fell in love with you you just did it that was that was a home i'm not a very judgy person i was like uh she needs like pearls i could see it and a titanic ticket i totally see it yes all right you you have a timeless element about you i see it yes (laughs) very romantic say it again maybe it's just the accent a very romantic character no it's more there's more there's more than just an accent there um and oh look at dan guerrero when his wife bought him a crossfit membership and said happy anniversary stop being weak uh, oh, I, love it. I love it just a subtle hint uh drew p drew p balls that's the first time i've seen you in the comments drew p balls very nice of you to join <laughs> us jamie don't laugh don't laugh pretend like you don't notice it uh you either love jamie or you're wrong Oh, I love it. Uh, okay, um, and uh, so she gives it to you. You go there, and um, are you are you just addicted? Uh, not straight away. I think um, one of my good friends from well, he became good friends, and now he works at Yes. Um, he trained there as well, so I started training with him more, and I think that's what I sort of grew my love from CrossFit from there. Sort of training, you know, with friends, with the classes, and then. As I got better at it, that's when I started liking it more, I think. But yeah, again, it was just like the people that I met along the way um, really made me fall in love with it a lot more. Crazy community, working mm. out with those people. Funny that. <laughs> and and, and you're, you were an athlete, a, a, a lady from a team sport, rugby. Yeah. And you loved the community and the friendship. and yeah. Like, right, yeah. Rugby's awesome for that. And I think... The thing is as well, I do miss that. Like I enjoy it when I do team and CrossFit and that, but I think it's really nice in team sports, you know, sort of not just relying on yourself, but also pushing through not just for yourself, but for your team. And I think that's, I do really enjoy team CrossFit as well because of that background, I think. You know, it's not like, it's not you just suffering in the trenches, it's you and you're doing it for the people around you. 
So you've got to really like your team as well. And, and then you also did gymnastics, which is just a bunch of contemptuous bitches. So you had a nice balance. You had a nice balance. Yeah. Oh, great yeah. job. Great yeah. job on the high bars. I hope you yeah. fucking fall I don't know. off next time. Where I'm from, where I'm from, they're not too bad like that. They're okay, okay. Yeah. You're a good dude. I'm gonna write down here. She doesn't notice when she's around bitches. <laughs> That's actually probably a true story though. <laughs> um uh okay. And uh, uh so so you start doing it and, and when does the um at, at some point are you like this lifestyle of uh, of partying isn't going to work with this CrossFit thing. I want to be better at this CrossFit thing because nutrition's at the bottom of the pyramid. Do you remember when you discovered that when you're like, oh, what is this nutrition thing? Yeah, I think I, I was pretty good with my nutrition when I, well, pretty good. I got better, but I would still try fit in the partying, definitely. And that also didn't help. Right. <laughs> so I like I tried just drink balance. on Fridays and Saturdays. Yeah, yeah. Still, yeah, still okay. try to balance it out. But um, yeah, when I started sort of, I think it was when I moved to the Middle East. I moved to Abu Dhabi and around like Alia and Anthony, who's my coach now. He was one of the first coaches at Yes. Um, when I was around those guys and just seeing like, you know, day in, day out training, eating well, um, you know, just coaching, not going out on the weekends. That's sort of when, you know, you see the progress and you see yourself actually getting better and you're like, oh, okay. If I, you know, keep at this and don't sort of sway off every weekend, then you see the improvement a lot quicker. So I think it was that transition from being at home in New Zealand over to working and sort of living that life. Uh, get the, get it, get the pat. By the way, you just called um, someone Anthony and I didn't understand. Now I understand why they call ant ant. Cause in the United, I'm so slow in the United States. It's Anthony. Yeah. Well, it depends. It's so, both. Yeah. Oh, it is both there. Yeah. So it depends if your name is Anthony or Anthony. Because one's with an H and one is without. Yeah, Anthony. Anthony would be Anthony would be just like just um, more like how you like you wouldn't say that in the United States unless like you were from the hood or something. Oh, okay. Let okay. me ask Anthony something. <laughs> you know what I mean? But <laughs> but but in English, it, it, so I just didn't know how they got Ant, but now I get it. Ant. Yeah. I just heard you the way you said it, and it's like okay, because we would call him like Tony or. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Or we would have, but I'd never met an aunt before, but now I get it. Cause I heard you refer to an aunt, but you guys also have Anthony's. These are my friends, Anthony and Anthony. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, okay. Shit, that's some complicated shit. All right. <laughs> it is. Um, um, okay. Um, so, so, it, so 2013, you, you go to the, um, you, so 2013, you go to the uh, the CrossFit gym, and then how do you in 2017 um, or yeah, how do you in 2016 make it to the teams? Are you already in uh, Abu Dhabi at that point, or yeah. Dubai? We're in Abu Dhabi, yeah. So we actually competed team in 2015, and then we got disqualified. So we CrossFit, yes, we qualified second at the was it the Europe region that year. Um, and then we got disqualified because one of the girls came on the 7th of January and apparently had like moved to Abu Dhabi on the 7th of January and apparently had to be there on the 1st. Didn't know that rule. I don't think even we were going to go team at that point, but we found that out after or someone told CrossFit about that or whatever. Um, so we got disqualified and I, or I'd like, obviously I was gutted, you know, we were going to go to the games and we didn't get to, um, and I would have, you know, young new CrossFitter really wanted to go to the games, especially Elliot. He was like so upset about that. But then, so we made it, you know, a thing. The next year, 
like if if we'd gone to the games, I probably would have gone individual in 2016. But we didn't make it. Like since we got disqualified, I was like, we definitely have to try that again. So um, 2016, we did team again and uh, went to the games, and then we got third. Well, and how did you guys end up going from New Zealand to? Uh, how did you end up going from New Zealand to Abu Dhabi? Oh, I, I got a job as like a home personal trainer. So how did you find that? Just online? No, one of the girls that I used to do gymnastics with years ago at home, she um, was manager of a company there. And she was like, do you want to come work as a PT or a personal trainer over in Abu Dhabi? Didn't know where it was. I was like, yeah, sure. Because I, w- I went to America first to do like a summer camp, worked on a yeah. summer camp. And then, um, and then, yeah, and then just moved to Abu Dhabi after that. Jamie, did you ever have Olympic aspirations? No. No, okay. Because I never really did like gymnastics. I was way off that. New Zealand, we're not really quite up there with the rest of the world and some of the gymnastics stuff. Um, Rugby, to be fair, actually, when Sevens got into the Olympics, I was like, oh, maybe I could pursue this. But then. When who did? When who did? The Rugby Sevens. Oh, oh, oh. oh. Because I played Sevens for a little bit, which is the same as normal rugby but with only seven people and they have and um seven minute halves so they have that at the olympics now um but um i'd started crossfit then and yeah but that would would have been pretty cool and and so um, at some point you just knew you were good at crossfit like somewhere between 2013 2014 2015 and what you're and then you got the job there and when you went there where did you was one of the first things you did look up uh is there are there crossfit gyms and yeah well actually the girl who hired me was training at crossfit yes and she took me there and yeah oh wow yeah yeah so what a trippy journey you've been on yeah and i used to just like (laughs) sneak in basically i used to just walk in start training and fraser one of the guys who um he works for pliability now. Yeah, he used to, he'd be on front desk, but he'd be too nervous to say anything to me. So I think I got away with it for like two or three weeks, just walking into the gym and just training. And then the boys hired me after that anyway. And why was he too nervous to say anything to you? He was just I don't shy. Know, probably just because yeah. he was like, well, he was young. He was, he's like five years, four or five years younger than me. And he was like, oh, I can't say anything. I'll just, just let it go in. Crazy. <laughs> and, and then, and, and what happened to that job with the uh, – what, what did you say you did? When? Oh, oh, personal training at um, – yeah, yeah, what happened to that job? You just kept doing that? So I did that for like six weeks, and then it was a lot of travel around Abu Dhabi. So I was like trying to train at Yes and then travel to people's houses, train them back and forth. Like what kind of people? Like women who, who didn't want to train in public? Yeah, and just anyone who had gyms at their house. Like, okay. it's, like it's quite a big demand over there, like the – got busy lives and if you've got a gym at your house why not get a trainer to come to your house so yeah I had quite a few clients there but then yes needed a um, female coach because they only had the two boys and now and um yeah so then I just started working there and it made life a lot easier I could work train work train we worked a lot back in those days and then and then and then you started qualifying for the games yeah yeah is Elliot your coach uh so Anthony's my coach he programs and stuff um and then Elliot is being my coach at the games but they're like so Al and Ant is Al's best friend so it's pretty good for me because they talk all the time and I've got Ant as coach and Elliot is husband slash coach man what what a what a cool journey you're on it, uh, it's kind of like you left um yeah you're you're on a cool journey it's a, a, part of it's got like this Okay, I'm going out into the world with my backpack or my stick with that like red thing on it. 
was legit and, like that. <laughs> and, and you're still out there doing it. Yeah. Yeah. So it, like, it's so cool just seeing it's the, the people you meet and then the opportunities you get because of these different people. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's, it's hard as well because like, I find it really hard being away from home for so long all the time, especially over COVID that was like three years. Um, and I miss home so much because I love New Zealand, but as well, you know, I can always go back there. And at the moment I want to meet all these people and, you know, you learn so much about yourself and about the rest of the world, just being out in it. Um, that one day I can take that back to New Zealand and build something there. Yeah. Crazy. And, 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 and God, it, it sounds like you're having a blast. Like you, yeah, you, yeah you're free. You, there's a, there's a freedom to it. Yeah. Well, you know, you know, it's like in CrossFit as well. Like you've got this similar sort of, you know, everyone's into sort of the same thing, but then everyone's from such different backgrounds. Like even the difference between like Americans and the Brit and the Brits, like it's just such different culture and it's nice learning about where people come from. And like, especially coming over here to the U S like where CrossFit started it. Um, yeah. It's just so cool seeing like the roots of it. Like we've been obviously staying with um, Alec and that and Ben's parents and just seeing like, we were saying like the, you know, the cul-de-sac where Ben used to do his workouts or whatever. Like, you know, you see that that's like CrossFit essence. So it's very cool. You, th you th Would you want to train a um, games athlete in, in, in 10 years? Uh, Jamie Simmons would have a, um... like as a coach. Yeah. I don't know. I'd like to help out. I don't think I, I think I could help with some things, but I think that's more like Elliot's side. He's very, he's a very, very, very good coach, but he's not like he wants to keep competing. So I think one day when he's finished competing, he will pursue the whole coaching, hmm. coaching thing. Cause he's very, he's very good at not just like the physical part, but like the mental side of it as well. I've found. And, and do you have plans um, for the games this year? Do you have like, is there a, you, you look out over um, Thursday to Sunday and you have uh, an agenda? I don't know. It's funny. Like I feel, cause the, the last time I was actually at the games was 2019 and that seems so long ago. So for mm. me, I just want to sort of like, and it always feels like it goes so fast um, and you forget things. So I think this time now that it's been so long, I just want to go and like sort of enjoy each day and like not think about the rest of the weekend, just like, which to be fair, I'm actually better at like going all out in one workout and <laughs> struggling for the rest, but that's all right. Um, so sort of just go into each workout as if like, you know, this is it. Just put your mind all in there and enjoy that. Man, there's some incredible pictures of you on this Instagram. <laughs> here we go. Look at this. <laughs> oh my goodness. The photographers here, they're really good. It, w w that's at Krypton? Yeah. Yeah. It's been so cool training here. It, um, so is there more to do or are you done? I mean, in this picture, like when you look at this picture, are you done or is this like, no, oh, no, you're in the middle of the war? Yeah, I think I'm in the middle of it. Oh my goodness. No. You're throwing that bag back and forth over that thing? Yeah. Over the yoke? With some burpees and a few jump overs. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my goodness. Look at you. That's the fun stuff though, isn't it? Better than machines and things. What a beast. Are you, uh, when you go over that, are you clearing that bar or are you touching it on the way over? Uh, I think I did a bit of both. In the beginning, you're just flying over? Yeah, and in the end, I'm hanging over it. Yeah, these are cool. Th these are all photos. That someone's taking these at Krypton and giving them to you? Yeah, yeah. There's a guy, Glenn, who takes photos there. 
Oh, look at this thing. So can you smell who is that Elliot? Yeah. <laughs> oh, does he smell good? It always, always smells always, good. Yeah. Always, yeah. It's one of those hey, that always smells good. There's some definitely some performance enhancing smells coming off of him right there. He's like giving you like some some <laughs> some male scents that are taking you to the next level. Yeah. Oh, that thing you're holding is miserable. I hate yeah. even the thought of that thing but with that, rubber bands on it. That's been so good though for my shoulder. It has? Yeah. I would say that to anyone who's got bad shoulders. Uh, you just do static holds with that? Static holds or walking or presses or um, even bench press and bench press holds. Yeah, God, ugh, I hate that that sensation of that thing like wiggling yeah. out there. Good on, good on you. That's the, yeah, that's not like the fun stuff. Oh, is this a sister? Yeah. Holy cow, you guys look alike. Yeah. So she's uh, she's actually in the UK at the moment trying to qualify for worlds for uh, running. Oh, wow. So it's a family full of athletes. Yeah, she's a very good runner. Yeah. So she um, runs 1500s, like track. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. She, is, she, is she a bean pole? No. They're yeah. still got, they, she is? Yeah. So she's taller, skinnier. Yeah. yeah. What a trip to see your genetics um, express themselves in two different ways, right? Yeah, You're like, like hey, this is if you go this way, this is if you go this way. Yeah, definitely. It's, um, yeah, it's very interesting. So she's, so hopefully, yeah, if she qualifies, then I'm sure we'll be traveling around somewhere else to watch her. But I think she's going to come over and watch the games anyway. Oh, mm. you think? Well, she's not sure yet because she, um, Depends where she needs to travel for running. I need to tell you something that you may not know. Okay, the game's starting one, two, three, four, five, six days. I know. Yeah, she's a very, she's a bit like me, <laughs> the last minute planner. <laughs> hey, uh, I, I appreciate you coming on. I, I'd love to uh, talk to you for like three hours sometime and, and just hear your whole story. Man, what a, what a cool journey you've been on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you have some great stories of being trapped in airports and not knowing where you're going to stay oh. and falling in love. And you, you have some, you have some great, no, great stories I'd love fun. to hear. No, I never, I wouldn't, wouldn't ever change it for the world. Awesome. All right. I'll see you in uh, seven days. Yeah. See you soon. Yeah. Thank you very much for coming well, on. Safe travels and we'll see you soon. All right. Thank you, Jamie. Uh, right. Say hi, wait, uh, say hi to Ben for me, please. I will. Say hi to Ben Smith. Thank you. All right. Yeah. Good. The whole squad. Right. Okay. See you. Ciao. Jamie Simmons. Wow, she's cool. Uh, droopy balls. Six days until Jamie's the hottest woman on the floor in Madison. That's a cool chick. Man, she exudes some confidence. Oh, poor Jason Smith. Did he really pop? Please tell me. Please tell me it's not true. That sucks. Oh, no. Jason Smith failed drug test and will not compete at the CrossFit Games. Oh, that sucks, dude. Oh, damn. How does that, how does that, um, no. Greg Glassman, can I have my chair back? No. That sucks. That sucks. Do you know what, though? I feel bad for him.
I feel bad for him. That sucks. I guess I uh, uh, <clears throat> I'm texting with a friend. Fuck. Oh my goodness. Um uh I you because you know why I feel bad for him? I just automatically when they say someone pops, I think what would I, I I pretend like I'm him. Like that's just all I think. Yeah, I, I that but I don't I don't look at him as an old man who's cheating. Like even um even um like I always kind of like look at everyone like, oh shit, what if that was me? Um so I feel bad for him. Why well, feel bad if he took it? Because I just picture myself being him and like being called out. Like I picture all of it. So I go from him being called out to getting caught and like how like that probably bums him out. And then I think about probably how bummed he was that he even started taking them, right? He probably feels like um, maybe he wishes he wouldn't have taken them because now he has to guard a secret his whole life. I don't know. I, I just keep thinking. I don't ever go. I don't. I mean, not ever, but it takes me a while before I'm like, okay, he took someone else's place. I don't, I don't go there at first. I just think of what, how someone else must feel. Uh, can we sort the yellow situation on the California peptide sign, please? I know what it, what can someone fit? It's, it's, it's Sousa does a million things. He coaches people. He makes graphics. I mean, he's just learning on the fly. So he made that and I thought it was cool. What don't you like? CAPeptides.com. What don't you like about it? Ooh, my, my, I'm feeling good right now. <laughs> um, uh, I'm sorry, I'm texting and driving. friends is fucking with me so hard right now i don't like it uh um patrick clark this could ruin him he's a big deal in south africa makes a living on fitness there yeah i don't want it to do that i don't want it to do that I'm not doing so much weight vest training. I, I'm to be honest with you. You want to hear something crazy, Kenneth? I put both my cameras on for like just ten minutes, walking around the house, and I was filming my kids holding it, and I felt this pain in my in the middle of my back that I haven't felt since the last time I filmed, and I forgot about that pain. Um, and uh, it's going to be interesting. It, it's 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 like a it's a um, and I've been texting with other camera guys, uh who've just been reaching so many, so many people. It's crazy. So many people have been reaching out to me. People who were like just bona fide haters are reaching out to me and saying, congratulations, can't wait to see you. I'm being cool as shit too. I'm like, yeah, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Let bygones be bygones. I don't say that part. I just play stupid. I And I do appreciate it. I'm a sucker for love or perceived love. No, I'm not going to pop Vicodin, but, but, um, yeah, I do need a um 
no one blew my back out. It's just that I forgot. There's this weird tension you get in your back. It just comes with the game. It's, it just comes with the game. Um, uh, Elise B Bowen. God, I love people who have um, profile pictures like this because it just makes me smile. I feel like uh, Sevon. Are there any other ways to contribute to the behind the scenes? It's my understanding YouTube takes a significant cut if we donate through the platform. You know, th to be honest, even if I did need help, I wouldn't ask for it. Um, um, let let me. Uh, that's um, that's interesting. You know what's going to happen? I I'll tell you what I think is going to happen. So the way the behind the scenes work is you don't have much of a plan. You go there and we're going to try to follow some narratives, right? So let's say I'll try to – Aunt Haynes looks like he'd be great, right? And I don't mean to like diss him or nothing, but what a great journey. He may only make it six workouts and get cut, and there's a great story there. So you get 10 of those, and then and then they're all – I'll try to interview all the athletes who want to play, but there'll be these threads that keep going through, right? Or there'll be some situation where, you know, where – um, some equipment doesn't show up from Rogue and you see Dave trying to deal with that. Or there'll be all these narrative threads that going in the behind the scenes that kind of take you through to the end, right? Um, uh, maybe lots of shots of Medeiros' uh, crew in the audience and interviews with his parents as a thread and just different pieces. And um, then we'll get home at the end and someone will have to edit that. And I will not be able to edit that. I will not. I do not. I don't have two seconds in, in my life that make me want to do that. And so that's an expensive process. Some really cool people have reached out to me. Uh, Sarah Cox at uh, uh, capeptides.com is like taking on a huge burden. And uh, to be honest, I haven't talked about this much. Uh, uh, um, two brain, two brain, Chris Cooper, that guy I've had on a few times from Canada. He's like, Hey, dude, I think one of the best things, if not the best thing people can do for affiliates is make really cool content. I mean, he's big. He's like, he's old school as shit. He believes media, 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 media. And so he has, uh, he has, I don't want to get carried away, but he's um, committed some pretty insane resources to help get this thing across the finish line. And there's some other people who've helped too um, uh, that have been very generous also, Toe Spacers, uh, Swolverine um, recently has been talking with Sousa. There's people who just want to help get this thing across the finish line. So, um, yeah. Um, so there's so there's that. Uh, Lori uh, Roken, uh, nine ninety nine. You look like you're in uh, the Baltic Sea. Where? Um, uh, who did we interview yesterday? Uldis. Hey, dude, I got to have Uldis back on and crack the code on that, dude. I really want to do that. Uh, Patrick Clark, so you're not bringing any editors who will put out some content during the games. We do have uh, people like that. that uh, I, I just have to be super duper careful right now because of the... This is just ridiculous to say this, but the sensitive nature of my participation. So I want to make sure, which, which is just completely ridiculous. Uh, I just want to make sure that the content that I put out will make um, Don and Dave and 
uh, Heather Lawrence. She's the director of operations for the CrossFit Games and um, Adrian Bosman. I, I just wanted people to be proud of it. I don't want to do like, I don't want to cause any. Um, so I'm not, I'm not eager to rush anything out. I know. I, I thank you. I appreciate you saying that. You don't have to explain. I want to explain. I love you guys. This is dope. You guys are my posse. Hey, listen. The truth is, is there's absolutely no fucking pressure on me, like zero. And I was telling my wife this because of you guys. The posse that hangs out with me every morning here, like, like, at after the whole games are over, I get to crawl back to my studio, the Three Plain Brothers Empire Palatial Estate. And I get to wake up every morning and be like, hey, Rambler, what's up? You're first. You know what I mean? It's like, dude, you guys have you guys have helped me roll deep. And uh, I'm, I'm I have uh, I, I don't want to say uh, confidence isn't the right word, but I feel very uh, relaxed, exceedingly relaxed and um, and and um, proud. I don't know. I always, I always get confused about being proud. Are you not supposed to be proud? But I'm proud. It, it's, it's not humility, that's for sure. Um, oh. Oh, yes. Yes, please. Yes. Text me. Hey, there's this lady we're having on um, uh in an hour and 18 minutes, her name is Noelle Henderson. Um, there's not a lot of information on her. I couldn't find a lot of information on her on uh, Instagram. And she does have a couple of interesting videos out on YouTube, a handful of videos. She has something called cerebral palsy. Cerebral palsy. It's some muscular mishap. I'll ask her all about it. Um the way I kind of have it understood in my simple brain from something Caleb pulled up the other day is like your wiring got all crossed in the, in the making of your body. And so you have some misfirings and it jacks your muscles up. So your shit don't work like perfect. Like I guess you can't tell all your toes or feet or hands or different people have it to different degrees. And um, so you can't make your shit work right. Um, but um, you can, you, my, my wife in the early years, she had found a, a girl at the uh, high school over the hill who had cerebral palsy, who had to wear a helmet because her muscles were misfiring so bad that she was like falling down and bumping into shit. She had to stay in a wheelchair. And this group, my wife did a video on this girl at the high school, high school girl who started doing CrossFit and she got con through CrossFit. She got control over shit and then she didn't need her helmet or the wheelchair anymore. Oh yeah. The Jedediah, you know her? Yeah. I'm stoked. Yeah. She's cool pretty girl too really pretty I, I guess most of the i think most of the crossfitters funny right you work out and eat right and you get pretty um anyway she uh, oh and, and jedediah will be on the show tonight by the way we will all get to uh see jedediah snelson on the crossfit games update show that show is going to be wild tonight because the crew's getting cantankerous wild people everyone's getting excited um but so this 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 girl trains at CrossFit Crash with J.R. Howell, and she is the number one contender in what they call the multiple extremity class, meaning we'll ask her, but I think that just means like you're not just like missing a hand or something, but you got something like with the whole system, like I guess systemically is like um, not like the, like how the, what the rest of us take for granted. Like you got to work through some shit, I guess. We'll find out. We'll ask her. But I'm excited to have her on. 
should be competing at the games. I'm, I'm wondering how stressed out JR is because JR is going to be coaching her. There's some cool videos of her and JR together. There's a lot. If you just type in uh, Noel, um, Noel uh, Henderson, N O E L L E, and then Henderson. Hold on a second. Hey, dude, I'm doing a podcast. I just wanted to ask you, how's it know to, how's it feel to know that you support the dirtiest sport? Oh, shut it. Oh, shut it. Oh, shut it. Jeez Louise. Hunter McIntyre. My goodness. He's busting my balls because of Jason Smith. Inappropriate. I'm a, I'm, I feel bad for Jason. I feel bad for Jason. My goodness. Yeah, Crash, uh, Crash uh, family loves Noel. There's a great video of her like giving people high fives on the bench as they run by her. Yeah, people should be proud of her. Uh, Miss Burns, uh, you can be proud. We are awesome. Yeah, you guys are awesome. There's posse here. Um, uh, droopy balls. Uh, I mean, JR is missing a tooth. Shouldn't he be qualified as adaptive? Just ugly. Just fugly. No one's ever called. Uh, no one's ever called um, JR fugly. Anyway, so she's coming on at 10. Uh, we are trying to actively get um, some people from uh, someone from CrossFit on to uh, talk. Oh, 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 oh. If you are going to the CrossFit Games, we'll talk about this more. If you are going to the CrossFit Games, make sure that you sign up for the 5K run. It sounds like um, uh, Heber and Mars and Craig Ritchie might run it. There's a, uh, a group like five run. They asked me if I want to run it. Like I can't run that shit. I'm going to be working. Which isn't really much of an excuse because, you know, Craig and Heber and Mars will be working, but they're going to run it. But there's a 5K run. I'm trying to find the email. And you can sign up for it. you got to sign up for it on the CrossFit Games app. And it's for everyone. It's for everyone at the CrossFit Games. It would be cool if a ton of people did it. And if you're going to the CrossFit Games, make sure you watch that video that Rory just put out on, on Mayhem. It sounds like the RV park is going to be going off. Oh, you got Heber and Mars on your show today? Okay, awesome. Okay, so if you want to hear more what Heber and Mars are doing, go over to Get With The Programming. They'll be on there today. Uh, that's what they do. Their content is working out and filming. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness, Patrick. Patrick, 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 Patrick. Patrick Clark, Poirier or Gaethje? I will tell you this. On Saturday... Uh, tonight, my wife's ordering five pounds of brisket. And tomorrow, after I do my morning podcast with Greg Glassman and my 3.30 podcast, which is the CrossFit Games update show with uh, Tyler Watkins, Jedediah Snelson, and the gang. Snelson. Her name is Snelson. <laughs> Snelson. Mr. Snelson. Jedediah Snelson. Um, uh, the, uh, I'm going to eat brisket all day. That's all I'm eating tomorrow, brisket. I asked my wife if she could get it from the local barbecue shop tonight so I could just eat it all day tomorrow. From the, I just That's all I'm going to eat tomorrow, brisket. And then when I'm done, 
I'll take a picture for you guys and post it on my Instagram. I have all my camera gear laid out in my living room right now. It's been laid out there for a week. It's crazy. Not all, but so much that it's just covered the living room. I have a big living room. And um, I'm while I watch UFC and drink kombuchas and eat as much brisket as I can, I'm going to finish packing my all my camera gear. It's going to be crazy. And watch five hours of UFC. Oh, so excited. Yeah, five pounds cooked. Yeah, it's gonna be. I'm just, it's all I'm eating tomorrow. And normally I invite people over on Saturdays to watch UFC. Not this week. Yeah, tech porn. It really is like tech porn in my at my house right now. So cool. <clears throat> what do you guys want to talk? I don't really want to talk. Uh, Auden Macau. Did we talk about Justin Smith failing his test? I don't know. I feel bad for him. Uh, Sabanista is gathering Thursday after final event at the Great Dane. Oh, if I'm walking by. I'm going. Hey, you know, I even feel bad. There's this um, uh, CrossFit did an Instagram post, which is really cool. You guys should see, have you guys seen it? You guys should go over. If you haven't seen it, go over and comment on it. It's cool. I'm going to show it to you right now. CrossFit Games Instagram. And go over here, and you and uh, and you go to it, and um, you roll down here, and there's a post here celebrating the behind the scenes. Although I don't really understand the, po- I don't, I don't understand the video at all. But oh, look at Wiki posted. But there's I went through this morning, and there's a hundred and uh, there were 140 posts, 141 posts, 142 posts. I can't remember, and, and one or two are negative, and I actually feel bad about the 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 ones that are negative. Here's the one that's negative. And it's like, dude, like I feel bad that you think this about me for you, not about I don't feel bad for me. I feel bad for you. Like, dude, that's not even none of that stuff you're saying is even true and like you have hate in your heart. Anyway. Alex Gazan. Look at her. Katrin David's daughter. Laura Horvat. For the first time in six years, a new fittest woman on earth will be named Jamie Simmons. Man. It's going to be loud in there. That girl... By the way, if you go to Aunt Haynes' uh, uh, Instagram account, I'll I'll do it. Fine, watch this. Uh, Aunt Haynes. Aunt Haynes. And then you come on down here, and you go to um, this. This girl is a freak, dude. This is uh, this is his athlete. She's a savage. This is a 50 to 54 year old. 
Lee, Lee something. Man, she can, she gets at it. What a cool community we belong to. 50-year-old women climbing ropes with no hands. Pool boy, uh, yo, Sebi. What's up, dude? My dad officially retired yesterday. Oh, that's cool. He's a big fan of the show. I think he'd love a shout out. Yeah, what's up, Mr. Pool boy? Mr. Olive Alivas. I like how you gave me his name, too, so I could shout him uh, back. Yeah, she's got a great back, huh, Lee? She got a crazy back. <clears throat> Oh, here we go. Here's another gathering. God, I'm going to miss on out on so many of these. Chase Ingram, uh, OG gathering Friday night, 6 p.m. RV Park, spot 42. Like you're going to be able to miss it. Where is the Great Dane? What is the Great Dane? Is that a bar, Heidi? Um, Sevon's uh, show on the CrossFit Games podcast is the highest viewed and most engagement of any live show we've ever done. And it's not even close. That's cool. I want to say it's it's 99% positive too. I don't expect... I, I, I say this with peace and love and all humility. I don't expect anyone as great as me to traverse any landscape without um, there being some sort of controversy. I'm either going to be too tall or too short... I'm going to have the wrong accent. I'm going to offend someone. I'm going to hurt someone. I could I could I could be feeding a homeless man and someone's going to yell at me because I'm stepping on a bug. It's just who it's just the the way it's just the way shit. I'm not trying to justify any negative shit that I do or anything. It's just the way it's going to be. And um but at the end there's going to be a net net positive. I'm going to leave the world a better place than uh than when I got here. Sevan, are you going to the Sevanistas meetup? Um, I, I, I can't, I can't, can't even know that. I can't even know that. If for some reason, let's say the meetup's Thursday night at six, and at that point, um, Dave and Chuck and Heather Lawrence are meeting up about some adjust, new adjustments they're making to a rig, or there's some like judges meeting or something, and. and there and I have opportunity to film it. I got, I'll be there filming it for the behind the scenes. Or if um, you know, uh, Jason Smith invites me back to his room to talk about him popping, um, I'll I'll go with him. You know what I mean? It's like, so I I, I just don't know. I don't know why you wrote Teddy Williams' name, but I love him. Good dude. Um. Uh, Tanya Bowers, curious, how do the Sevanistas communicate when the podcast isn't rolling? What are we going to do for that week? Oi, oi, oi. Adam Blakesley, you always leave things better until it comes to carts. I did a survey of all the boys and girls who collect carts for a living on, um, on the planet. All of them, every single one. I left no stone unturned. And you will be surprised to know that it was 97% of all cart gatherers would prefer you leave your carts out there 
so that when they go out and get carts and that their employment is found valuable and that so they could spend more time outdoors and so that they could actually have a job and be employed and that they could also help people so that other people don't have to worry about those things. That's 97%. And, and, and yet, under the guise of kindness, I don't lie. I don't lie. That's not a lie. Cave Dastro, you sound like a modern scientist, a study that won't replicate. Damn, you guys are good. Shut it. I'm not done here. And yet, under the guise of your pseudo-woke kindness, you think. You guys are all wokesters at heart putting your carts away. Here we go. Uh, sir trolls a lot. I go grocery shopping with the cooler because it's hot. I look for a rogue cart so I could park next to it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh seven i was a kmart gatherer uh, as a young teen lies oh please you didn't like going and get carts i gathered carts for uh a company called drug barn and um ck kevin trust me i ain't no wokester um i'm just i love you guys uh i i loved it i liked it when we, i mean this was before carts would lock up you know, and so people would take their carts like we'd get a call that there's a cart like a mile away. And dude, that's an hour. That would take me an hour to go over there and get that. Find it. I'd love that shit. Yeah, here we go. Kenneth Delap. I know it breaks his heart to say this, uh, but he's giving some honest feedback. I used to work at a grocery store, Kenneth says. In a strong masculine voice. Going to round up carts was a nice break. Kenneth exhales. <sighs> it was a chance to get some air. Barry McCockner. Great showing this morning. I will see you guys in one hour and one minute. Noel Henderson. Love you guys. Bye-bye. <laughs>